Welcome to the Hyper Fast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyper fast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyper fast. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show today, Mike. Hey, thanks, Dan. It's great to be here. Appreciate it. Yeah. So before we get into all the amazing stuff we're going to talk about and you know everything you've, you've done and that you're doing, uh, give our listeners a little bit of a background about who you are, what you're doing now, and, and how you got to, to where you are now. Uh, so it's a bit of a journey, and I'll try to keep it short. But uh I started off in the real estate business as an SOB, which is a son of a broker, and uh, <laughs> grew up uh, learning the business at a really young age. Like even as young as ten, I can remember stuffing envelopes and putting American flags in the yard on Fourth of July morning with business cards attached to it. And you know, I grew up uh, in the business, seeing my dad and and seeing the work he was doing, and like enjoying it to a point, but then of course you become a teenager and you think you know it all, or at least I did. And and I, for a while there, forgot that my dad was a really successful broker. I went away to college, studied business. And uh, when I got out of college, there was a wave of growth happening because of the millionaire real estate agent book. And within Keller Williams, really well building a few offices in Colorado. And uh, he had the opportunity to launch and purchase the Pennsylvania region. And so I kind of, at the time, did what I thought was put my tail between my legs a little bit and went back to dad and said, hey, this seems like a big opportunity. I'd love to work with you. And uh, so I was his assistant for a year or so and learned how to recruit real estate agents and develop Keller Williams franchises. And uh, so that's my main business now as I develop. Uh, Keller Williams franchises. We have 50 uh, offices in the greater Pennsylvania region, over 9,000 agents. And last year we did about 14 billion in transactions uh, volume. So uh, 52,000 transactions. So it's a big business. We we still own it today. My dad's retired. I'm, I own it. I've, I've uh, bought him out, but he's still active and is my partner in many different businesses. And uh, it's uh, it's cool to be in business with my dad, because we have a relationship now that we would have never had otherwise. And it was always his dream to own a business with his son or sons uh, someday. And so he realized that dream and he gets to retire and spend some money too and enjoy uh, the fruits of our labor. And so it's a, it's a proud moment for me in life to be able to do that with my father and also have that opportunity within Keller Williams. So it's been a ride and it opened up the doorway to do things like go abundance and tribe of millionaires too. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's amazing um, to hear the father son business and that it, it actually worked out and, you know, sounds like your, your dad did a great job mentoring you and now he's able to probably relax a little bit or rest easy more in retirement, knowing that he's, he's got someone capable at the helm. Uh, has, has there been any, uh, you know, chat, like what were the biggest challenges along the way? I'm sure there were some times maybe you guys butted head or, you know, maybe you as the young bull thought your way was, 
was better in some circumstance or something. Any of that ever come up? Yeah, every single day. I mean, dude, I was the biggest challenge. Let's be honest. I mean, it was me. I was a challenge. I thought, you know, I had this regeneration, like where I got really smart right out of college and I went back and got it aligned with my dad. But as soon as I learned how to open an office and sell a franchise, my teenage cockiness and idiocy set back in and I knew it all. And so we butt heads all the time. And I, I was, I was my own worst enemy back then. I still have flashes of that today. You know, I don't think we ever fully cheer ourselves of, of our, our demons and the, and our, you know, the things that we're, we're running from or towards because of whatever reasons. And it's all our childhood and our, how we grew up and society and all these things. But at the end of the day, if you want to live an abundant life, you got to get over yourself a little bit. And so luckily, even though I was the challenge, my dad was smart enough. And this is when I knew I started to realize my dad was really smart when he looked at me and he said, well, if you're so smart, why don't you do all of the work and I'll go spend most of my time in Florida. And, uh, I was like, all right, I, you know, I'll do all the work. And I was, so I took on all the work, but I also made a shitload of mistakes. Blessing to have a father who was willing to trust me enough to let me make those mistakes and also ready to sort of turn it over. Cause at that time it was probably a little premature and I, and, and luckily it all worked out, but you know, it's a gamble at any time. I hope to be making that gamble on my own children someday in life uh, as to whether they're ready to take over. So. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. I know we were talking earlier about uh, you're, you're moving to an area where you can send your, your kids to a, a school, I, I believe somewhat non-traditional, right? Acton. Yeah, so that'll, that'll, yeah. that'll be, uh, and they're more focused on entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. It's built for, uh, helping kids to make creativity and problem solving the number one skill and also community. And so the kids, they create their own rules. They create their, you know, they manage the school. They clean the school. They run in uh, six week sprints and then they do, pro they have projects, you know, that they need to do within that. And then all of their academic stuff, they do at their own pace, like online and stuff at school. There's no homework really and uh, at all. And it's just, uh, they have pods and masterminds and accountability partners. And it's, they, you know, they create values and visions together. So this is like, you know, they're running a business already by being a member of the school. And it doesn't mean that they have to choose to be entrepreneurs, but I believe learning how to be an entrepreneur is a great trait because at the end of the day, you learn how to find out what, what, needs are there are in the world and then you learn how to be someone that can fill those needs and that's creativity and problem solving and ingenuity and i think that's what we're teaching our kids in acton and uh, yeah we made the move to austin to be two blocks away from two of my best friends hal, hal elrod and david osborne and our kids are all the same age we each have a boy and a girl and they all go to the same school and so we have our own little village and community and uh i just am a big believer in getting around the right people right so uh acton's an example of that go abundance is an example of that your events and what you do at hyper fast agent are a great example of that too and i think 
all of these communities and places that you see that you can go and be uplifted and be supported, they're, they're pretty awesome. It's, it's great to see them emerging more and more and being also less commercialized, right? And being more like people you know that are down to earth, putting them on that you connect with. And in smaller, more intimate settings, I think there's value to all of that to help our, help our businesses thrive, our lives to thrive. That's pretty amazing. It's just, you know, really you're, you're an example of truly life by design. Like you're consciously making the decision of where to live, where your kids are going to go to school, who they're going to hang out with, who you're going to hang out with. And really, you know, I think a lot of people just go through life and they make those decisions without really thinking about it intentionally. So you're, you're bringing more intentionality than, than, you know, most people than almost any, anyone else really. You know, a lot of people, their kids go to the school, people live in the area they live just because they didn't really think about it or choose or they took a job in an area and then they woke up 10 or 15 years later. So it's, it's always cool to connect with people that are making intentional decisions about how to design their life and, you know, whether or not your kids become entrepreneurs, I think, you know, learning those skills, those entrepreneurial skills and working with other people like that can help you be an entrepreneur within you know, a different job or different industry. Like you don't have to be a quote unquote entrepreneur to be an entrepreneur and benefit from those skills. So it's, it's just really cool to see all of that. Yeah. You'll just be a more effective worker and human being if you think like an entrepreneur is what I believe. So, and uh, I think that, that maybe the risk isn't for everyone, but I think the, the energy and the, the, the motivation and ambition that uh, an entrepreneur brings to something is something we can all learn from. And the more, it, what's really interesting too, is you were saying that I've been intentional and I think, I thank you for noticing that. And I, I feel it's a great blessing in my life to have the resources to be able to do that. And I think it, it shouldn't, should, it should be mentioned that what unlocked my ability to be that intentional was that I, I worked for 20 years to have the ability to make that decision. And so there's a lot of effort and time that goes into that where I made good choices from a business perspective. I made good financial moves and, and, and I hired some of the, the best people that I could be in business with. To, to lead Keller Williams offices, to be my partners in leading the region. And I think, I think all of that is what it enables you to live more and more intentional in your life. It's just, you get to do it at a bigger level. So you, you know, you might unlock being able to go to a private school in your own city because you get to a certain level of success, but at a certain time and place, uh, you get to be able to choose even where you live and what school and what neighborhood, because I didn't really have a choice on how expensive my house was going to be. It was a little bit more, quite a bit more expensive than my Westchester, Pennsylvania. You know, you, you, but you make the decision because it's where you want to be because that's the life you're designing. So thanks for pointing that out. And, you know, I want people to understand that you get there by, it's easy. I did get a great opportunity from my dad. There's no question, but I stepped through the door and I seized each one of those opportunities. And then I performed, I sold enough franchises. I opened enough or we hit numbers. So we got to go do those things because when we do it, it, it makes it easier to live a life by design. So you can do it at any level, but it's easier at each level of success to, to choose that, that way of being. 
So I, th I think you mentioned before now that the area that you have, the franchise, is, is uh, not, was it 9,000 agents? Yep, 9,000. 14 billion, 14 billion sold. So where was it 20 years ago when you started helping your dad grow this? Uh, what a cool question to think about. So we would have been 99. Yeah, Th that would have been right when my dad got the rights to the region. And I would have still been in my senior year, you know, but I did get straight C's. So I had that going for me. But uh, but it but once well, once I got out of college, it, it was that. So right in 99, 2000, that's right when we started. And uh, by the time I was actually working with him was like early 2001. And at that point, he'd already gotten six franchises open. And there was three in Pittsburgh and three in Penn, Philadelphia is what he where. So that's where it was 20 years ago was it was just being founded. And then over the next few years in the early 2000s is when we were we were cold call. I was cold calling real estate agents, top agents, and saying, "Hey, you got to check this out. It's the next best thing." And people are like, "What the hell are you talking about?" And <laughs> luckily, there were enough people that met with me. Who, by the way, like once I started having meetings and my my dad wasn't there, which was pretty quickly, like a year and a half in, you know, I would go to meet somebody, and when I would shake their hand, their jaw would just naturally be like. This is like they would think that a guy in a suit with gray hair, you know, your your standard like early 2000 broker was going to show up trying to recruit him like every other company. But here I was, you know, a young punk and uh, luckily enough of them bought into it. So it worked out. Wow. Cold calling. I mean, that's that's pretty motivational to hear and just think about in terms of where Keller was then versus now and your you know region then versus now and i was actually actually having this conversation with my team today and you know telling them like look nobody's like naturally gifted in sales just like no one's no one's naturally gifted as a a swimmer or endurance runner or any of that like you get there by just you know two things really effort over time and you know sounds like you really put in the time and the effort just cold calling and meeting tons of people and you know, I'm sure one of the reasons you grew the region to where it is now is because you failed more than most people did. Like you had more people tell you no, and you just kept going on, putting in the effort, you know, getting better, uh, developing those skills. And then, you know, all of a sudden over time, that effort compounds and, and grows explosively. It's crazy what happens over time. It's something we really, we underestimate so massively that the value of that. And, and also like, I know so many guys who are super successful that, I mean, honestly, and I'm not speaking about anybody that, you know, by the way, but they're not, they're not that smart. They're just they're but they're so successful. And the reason is this is because they're just ready to take action and they just keep doing it. And over time, it's amazing what a human being will learn how to do when you just keep hitting the same thing every day. And also it's something to be said that you, if you believe in what you're selling, which for your, your team should be pretty, the American dream, helping someone find their home, helping someone sell a home and make a transition. Like those are, those are big things. And I think we always have to be able to really believe that we're doing right by someone for someone else. I think that's so important. And I believe that 
I was creating millionaires. Like I believed that if you said yes to me and bought a Keller Williams franchise, I had just helped someone become a millionaire. And it turns out that that was a true statement for those who were able to go perform. But I believed in what we were doing so much that I just knew we were going to be be creating millionaires that way. So it worked out. Yeah, I think belief and certainty in what you're doing, what you're selling matters so much. And you know, it's cool that, that you had that and that you saw it come to fruition. Now we've, we've got a ton of real estate agent listeners and you know, I think it's easy for them when, when we have real estate agents on to, to think like, okay, this guy sold 10 million or 50 million or a hundred million. What does that mean? Like, so like, can you kind of put it in perspective? Like, like how do you stack as, as a region in the Keller system? Like what is, what is 9,000 agents, 14 billion sold? Like, you know, is that, is that what everyone's doing that has a region or, or, you know, where, like, can you just bring some more clarity to that? Yeah. What a great question, man. I appreciate the curiosity. It's a, so we're in the most most categories for regions. So we have, you know, the third most agents, third most market centers. We have, uh, you know, our numbers and volume are in the top five across the board. So, and that's a little bit misleading in some ways. Like, you know, what my dad was really smart about doing is picking out a really big territory with a lot of agents and a lot of MLS systems and a lot of opportunity. And uh, we actually... You know, we had part of Eastern Ohio as part of our region at one point. We sold it off. We had Northern New Jersey as part of our region at one point, and we sold it off. So if you would add back in those territories, it would have been massive. So, you know, it's it's very clever uh, thinking on my dad's part. And at the, at the end of the day, they sold him a large territory because they knew he would go deliver in those areas. And we did. He did. We did together. So it's been fun, man. And it's you know, 50 offices in, in many areas where, you know, we are the number one real estate company by market share. And, you know, across the Philadelphia area, if you add up all of the Keller Williams offices compared to any other brand, you know, we are the dominant company. So, you know, I set out on a mission saying we would get to a place and we've been able to get there, but it's fun to think about where we were and the breakdown of that and where we stack amongst other regions. And, it's worth stating too that, you know, you said I had my dad as a great mentor, which is true, but my dad also introduced me to David Osborne uh, right out of the gate. He said, here's this guy, David Osborne, you should meet him and be more like him. And I think sometimes the more I am like David, the more I annoy my dad too, which is kind <laughs> of like an added bonus. So it's kind of fun, but, but David, David has become a great mentor and he, was also in business with his mom who was one of Keller's first agents and he owned a region and a bunch of offices. So he's been a progressive mentor for me throughout Keller Williams. And I've had many other great mentors within Keller Williams too, but you know, David has been a, a great one for me because he's always growing and he's 10 years older than me, 10 years ahead of me. So I'm always looking at where was David 10 years ago and making sure I'm kind of on track with that. And uh, now we're business partners and neighbors and our kids are growing up together. And, you know, we're really proud to to know and really have met you as one of our members in, in GoBundance. And, you know, it's been an honor to get the, the Tribe of Millionaires book out there now, because that's really for all of us, David and and our other partners, Pat and Tim in the book, this is really like the pinnacle of our our work 
in our businesses, as well as the best we could then pull from our businesses to go contribute in the world. And it's been uh, quite a wild ride to get to this point. Uh, and it's been a busy uh, 20 years, <laughs> to say the least. Hey, that's a great point. We'll get right back to it. But first, I want to talk about live events. Look, if you're listening to this podcast or watching on YouTube, then I know you value learning, getting around some of the best and, and most exciting, brilliant minds in the real estate industry. All right, nothing can compare though to being in the same room with them. So how would you like to get that kind of access? This November 11th and 12th at the Hyperfast Sales Summit, we're bringing people like Ryan Serhant, Nick Baldwin, Tristan Ahumada, Ricky Caruth, Grant Wise, Tessa Bella, Christina Daves, the list goes on and on. There's just tons of amazing real estate agents, business leaders, and marketers that all bring a, a, just this level of expertise that you're not gonna find in your you know, typical real estate office or around the water cooler, wherever you're hanging out. All right, you're gonna get to learn from the best of the best. And when you go to live events, three things typically happen. First, you learn from the best people in the world. Second, you learn from all of the real estate agents that are gathered there. And third, you benefit from the collective energy of everyone getting together. And that's exactly what I want you to do if you're listening to this show. All right, go to bit.ly slash hyperfastsummit. You can also click on the link in the show notes and check out the Hyperfast Sales Summit. If you wanna take your real estate business to the next level and learn from the best of the best, Click on the link below in the show notes or go to bit.ly slash hyperfastsummit and we'll see you there. Yeah, well, it's amazing that, that uh, you know, you had such an amazing mentor so early on and that's an awesome introduction your dad made, obviously, and it's, it's really cool now to see what, what you and David Osborne, who's, for those of you who don't know him, he's, he's a Keller Williams uh, owner, operator uh, out of Texas. Uh, so it's, it's cool to see what you, David, Pat Hyben, Tim Rhodes have, have done with this group, GoBundance. And then now the book, Tribe of Millionaires, is out. And you know, I joined GoBundance, I think, about two years ago or a little over two years. And it's been amazing for me because I get to see guys like you who are, you know, 10, 20 years ahead on the roadmap uh, or, or the road that I hope to be on as well. So it's, it's been cool from that aspect. But then you also get you know, these, these smaller groups that, that you're in, we call them pods and you, know, you get to meet with five or six people uh, every week and get on the phone and talk about our goals and hold each other accountable. And I think accountability, peer groups, mentorship, it, it just means so much. And the, the theme I always see is like the people that, that need it the least that are succeeding at the highest levels, they're the ones doing it, right? And the, the people that aren't succeeding are the ones that usually find ways or excuses like they don't have the time, they don't have the money, right? So if, so if you're not in one of these groups, check out GoBundance. If you are, also check out GoBundance. And, you know, how, how has GoBundance really helped you on this journey? And let's, let's talk about that in the book for a little bit. Yeah, well, and I apologize if there's any background noise. Of course, the, uh, the weed the leaf blower comes around every once in a while, like as soon as you're on a podcast interview, right? But, uh, but uh, you know, the, uh, it's amazing because within GoBundance, it's been a wild ride to have not only David as a mentor, but I very quickly got introduced to Pat Hyben and Tim Rode. And at the time, they were the three amigos. And 
they went around the country uh, traveling to different parts in the world. And whenever they would get together, they would mastermind and do their goals. And that was like the first pod. You mentioned pods earlier. And uh, I was lucky enough to get to be the fourth amigo and hang out with those guys before GoBundance was GoBundance. And we were all uh, still working a lot more and focused on our main businesses. And and when I say working like, you know, 60, 80 hour week working, like we were all in on what we were doing, but we were finding time to carve out and be together and focus on what matters most. And uh, that's a really important thing to do. And I think we get away from that if we're not careful. But GoBundance is essentially what happens if a bunch of guys get together and they keep asking the question, like, how can we lift each other up and support each other? And uh, the answer is that we can do it for 250 guys now and 40 women because we have a women's division for women entrepreneurs and they have two retreats a, a year going on. And then the men have a couple retreats a year and an international trip. And we also, I'm proud that we have created Fambundance. So trips and events that are uh, in a mastermind group that you can join as a family. So it's been awesome to, to be able to build something with your friends that also serves the world in such a big way, Daniel. And one of the cool things that we discovered and is a lesson in the book is that accountability is hardwired into our, our, our mindset, our, our psyche, our psychology, our physiological makeup is to be part of a tribe and a village and to support each other. And we we desire connection at a, a really high level, and there's accountability that comes around uh, with groups of people. Some groups, it's very low accountability. Some groups, it's very high accountability, and we just happen to have a group that's decided to have a lot of accountability and to tap into that sort of ancient power of the desire to fit in and be part of a village, because if the village that you're a part of is a tribe of millionaires, like we've written in the book, um, and uh, then that that tribe is going to hold values that you need to to make your own values. And I think as soon as you can shift and change your identity to be more like a certain group of people who are performing at a high level, it, it unlocks the ability to be rapidly more successful because you're around people who are that successful and you feel this positive peer pressure from them to step up, but it's, it's also not hollow. It's with support. It's saying, we believe in you and you should step up and do more because you're capable of more. And you're awesome right now, the where, where you are great job. And there's more inside of you. Let's, let's figure out what that next thing is. And the more successful you are, the more you need that group. That's going to be calling you out, helping you to the next level seeing the best in you and then helping to support you through whatever challenges you might have. Yeah, I, I agree so much. Like, and again, I was, I was talking to our real estate team about this today. Like if you really want to get better at something, you need to get in the right environment. And so that, what, what does that mean? Well, getting in around the right group of people. Like if, you know, when I wanted to become a, a better at running marathons, I joined a running group and got a coach. Like when I, same thing when, when I started to do triathlons, like, like the, the, the people that are the most successful at anything, like they intentionally choose their environment and get around people that have the same goals because it's, you know, just so much about it that, that helps. It's, it's motivating. 
right? So to see their successes, you learn from them, you, you get that positive energy that, that you, that you, you know, you, you mentioned earlier. And that's, that's one of the things I really enjoy about GoBundance is you're surrounded by people that are trying to excel in all areas of life, like, you know, physical fitness and building great businesses and building, you know, what we call passive horizontal income and, uh, making an impact on the community, having great relationships, giving back. So it's it's really cool to to hear you talk about that. It's you know it's something that uh, that Carrie and I are doing now for real estate agents. So if you guys you know if you guys go to hyperfastagent.com, you can check out our our programs and ways that we help you get around the right people. Ways that we help you. Uh, learn more about how to build and scale your real estate business. Like we have the event coming up in November with Ryan Serhant, where you can actually for two, two and a half days, be around people that want to grow and scale your business. And, you know, it's not just us talking about it. Like we actually spend, I calculated the other, the other day, we spent like almost 40 days this year going to other people's events, like things like GoBundance and other marketing events and just, you know, learning from the best in the world, learning and like, you know, from the people on the stage, but also from the people that, that come. And, and you, when you're actually live at an event, as opposed to, you know, a phone call or a webinar, like you feed off the energy in the room, you're able to learn more and implement faster. So, so, you know, check out hyperfastagent.com if you're in real estate and want to learn more about that. Uh, how, where, where do people go if they want to learn more about uh, GoBundance or, or the women's, uh, women's GoBundance group now, like how do they, how do they, what's the best way for people to find out about that, Mike? Yeah. And sorry about uh, giving the, uh, the old cut marker there. I was trying to get the, uh, the guy to stop uh, blowing the leaves. So sorry about the disruption there, but the, uh, the easy way to get uh, your hands on anything that we're doing GoBundance wise is to just check out GoBundance.com. But if you want a copy of the tribe of millionaires book, you can get a free copy at tribeofmillionaires.com. And I think you just have to pay shipping and handling and we'll get a copy out to you in the mail. You can also check out uh, fambundance.com if you're interested in the programs that we're doing for, uh, for our families. And we do quite a bit for them. So it's, uh, it's awesome to just check that out. We also, on the Fambundance uh, website, there's a, a place to fill out a form and you can use we have an exercise you can do at home with your family to create your family values. Uh, and that's at fanbundance.com. And to reach me is just go mikemccarthy.com. So thanks for letting me plug those. Yeah. And the book, I mean, let's, let's talk about the book for a second, just because I, I read it, I think, I think about a month and a half ago or whenever it first came out. And, uh, you know, everybody who's in GoBundance got a copy, which was really awesome. And, what, what I liked about it is, you know, you teach a lot of the lessons that we get ongoing and go abundance in there, but, but through, through a parable, through a story. So it's not just some kind of boring, uh, analytical business type, type book, you know, it's, you're actually using like a story that just really draws you in and, and, and teaches, you know, the things I mentioned earlier that I value and go abundance, like, building horizontal income, building authentic relationships, accountability, uh, you know, fitness, adventures, all, all this stuff, like really life by design. So, you know, talk to us a little bit more about the book. 
Yeah. So, you know, the book is, uh, and I'm going to walk to the other room real quick, but the, uh, the guy's done now, but the, the book is a parable, like you said, which I'm glad you pointed that out, Daniel, because one of the things that's really interesting just about how many books there are out there today is that I've, I've read a lot of half books and I've started a lot of books, but not finished a ton of them. And what, what I've realized is that what people really learn from the best is a story and it captivates you and it draws you in. And it's also in many ways, just a better way to learn a lesson. So, you know, the tribe of millionaires book is uh, a parable. It follows the, the, uh, the, uh, it follows the story of Ethan, who's a young entrepreneur who's struggling, needs some help uh, with his business. And he stumbles upon uh, the tribe of millionaires. And luckily, it ends up being exactly what he needed for his life, for his business, for everything. And, it, and then it reveals to him that there are six effects that the people around us have on our lives. And it subtly happens um, without our consciousness a lot of times these effects and they have a big impact on how we are impacted by people and so we teach these effects so that uh in the book so that people will realize like you were saying earlier get around new people if you don't like where you're at you got to hang out with different people like that's the because you got to change your conversation you got to change your mindset you got to change your environment the easiest way to do all three of those is to change the the the, per, the people that you're around, meet new friends, create new hobbies. So, you know, if if you someone might be listening to to your content and be, you know, maybe they can't go to one of our events and they can do podcasts because that's free. But here's what I know is that there is someone else in your town, in your city, in your workplace, in your church, in your community that has goals, that has aspirations, if you're one of them, your job is to go talk to 10 people because out of 10 people, you'll find two or three that are really ambitious usually. So talk to a lot of people, build your own mastermind group, get around two or three people that want to go somewhere, create your own three amigos, your own pod, and start talking about your goals. But make the conversation real. And, you know, in the, in the book, Daniel, if you don't mind, I could share one of the, uh, the lessons, one of the effects, it's the authenticity effect, but it's, it's my favorite one. If you want, I can uh, share that with the. the yeah, audience. yeah, yeah, please, please. So one of the effects that I love the most is the authenticity effect. And it's, it's tagline is that you find your true self among those you trust. And Ethan has these effects revealed to him by real life lessons in the book. And in this situation, there's a point in time when Ethan finally realizes that he can be safe and be, be himself and, and trust the group that he's in. And as soon as he does that, what's amazing is that he, he acknowledges and he owns his own strength in the group by being sort of vulnerable about where he's really struggling, authentically saying like, hey, here's where I am. So the, the effect goes on to teach a couple of key points, one of which is that the people around you are a mirror that help you see yourself more clearly. Now, if that is a safe, if that's a safe mirror, that's a great thing because you can see yourself, they can help you see yourself, 
but you don't feel judged for it. And in that place, you can be more authentically who you are. And the more awareness you have about who you are and the more willing you're, you are to admit who you are, why you're showing up that way, then the more power you automatically have to change your, your direction, your results. Um, the other, uh, one of the other key points is that trust is the key ingredient to find and align with your authentic self. So again, psychological safety is another term that you might use for trust, which is defined um, in, a, in, a, in a Google study that they did on workplace dynamics. But, but psychological safety is the number one driver for teams' performance, is, the, is do the members of the team feel like they can be completely themselves, who they are, and still be accepted and supported as a member of the group. As soon as you unlock that in a team, a group, a family, a mastermind group, a community, a church, uh, you create a place that's right for miracles, for transformations, for, for all kinds of amazing things to happen. And, you know, uh, Dan, you've been at a lot of our events. You see that guys make big changes like they, and it's because of the space that, that's created the last point is that the closer you get to your authentic self, the easier life becomes and the faster you achieve your goals. That was a hard one for me to get is that, that the more that I just embraced who I really was at my core while wanting to improve who that person is, all of my goals started coming to me easier and faster to the point now where uh, life is unrecognizable. It used to be that I was dreaming so big there was always a place to go. And uh, I've, I've sort of blown past all of those points of where I wanted to be. And so now I'm in uncharted territory and I'm creating new visions for my life that are, are, are bigger and bolder and involve uh, more of the things that make me who I am and, uh, and help us to create environments like GoBundance and hyper, hyper fast agent too. Hey, that's a great point. We'll get right back to it, but first, I wanted to talk about a problem that so many real estate agents are facing. In fact, nearly 90% of agents are facing this problem. And that's the problem of going out of business. And then most of the ones that do are still struggling. They're struggling to get the results they want. But look, it doesn't have to be that way. I know because it wasn't that way for me. In my first year in real estate, I sold over $22 million in real estate volume. I wrote about it in my best-selling book, The Hyper-Local, Hyper-Fast Real Estate Agent, but I wanted to do something more for the industry. That's why I created the Hyper-Fast Accelerator Program. Now, I know what you're thinking, not another coaching program, or and I get it. The problem isn't lack of information. The problem is who to actually trust, who to believe, and most professional coaches never even sold themselves. So whether you're selling 10 homes and want to get to 20, or you're selling 20 homes and want to get to 50, we can help, right? We've done it. I've grown my team from 22 million volume to now over 400 million in volume. It's one of the top real estate teams in the country. This is what separates me from most real estate coaches. Like I'm still in the game. What I'm gonna teach you in this program is stuff that's actually working today in my business, all right? What would your life look like if you sold just one more home a month? If that's something you're interested in, if you want to get those types of results, click on the link in the show notes or go to bit.ly slash hyperfastcoach and sign up for a free discovery call. And look, we don't take anyone and everyone. 
right? The problem with most real estate coaches is that they do, right? They try to cater to the masses. So we only take a few people on purpose because we want to provide highly strategic, individualized, personalized service to help you get the type of results you want and achieve your goals. Click on the link below, sign up for a free discovery call, and I'll see you soon. Yeah, I mean, that's that's an amazing lesson. You know, the book's just loaded with things like that, and I got so much just out of hearing you talk about it, which is, is cool to hear, you know, the author or co-author talk about uh, the book. And, you know, you mentioned now that you just, you, you can't imagine, right, like, or, or life's unrecognizable. So like five, 10 years ago, you couldn't imagine really where you are now. I think this shows the power we were talking about earlier of compounding in time. Like, you know, you've been making 20 years of good business decisions. Like you didn't just do this for a day or a week, a month, right? Like 20 years got you to here. And I think people sometimes, you know, I've heard a lot of different people say this, but they overestimate what they can do in a short period of time, like a year, but then underestimate where they could be in five or 10 years because they just don't truly understand the value of, you know, compounding that effort over time. So with that being said, like, where do you see yourself in like five, 10 years from now? Like, what are, what are those goals that you're trying to set for yourself now? Yeah, great question. And, and, and one thing I'll make a point, I love that you brought that quote up because it's, it's popped in my head a couple of times since we started talking. And, uh, I think I think the reason we do that is because as soon as we com- we say we're going to do something in a year, the the clock starts ticking pretty fast, and usually usually it means that we have to be fully committed to whatever that thing is. And I think it just the short term thing it, it means we have to be actually committed to it. I think the long term thing there's a space where people can be more dreamy and visionary and and aspirational, which I love. And by the way, it's, it's somewhere in between and go abundance. We do five year visions, uh, not because we thought there was some magical number. It was just far enough out to make it real, but it wasn't like, Hey, I need to get started on everything today necessarily. But to answer your question, just on my own vision, I'm excited to see what happens in the real estate industry. Like, uh, both from a technology standpoint, from from be, there being new competitors in the landscape of real estate, um, I'm excited to just be a part of the revolution that is technology and how it's changing our our world. And I I appreciate that my team and I, from a real estate perspective, are more dedicated than ever to to see what's next. So it's an uncertain future. What I do know is we've got 50 amazing offices and the goal is for them to dominate their marketplaces and for us to be leaders in technology. So from a real estate standpoint, I've made some big hires in, at my regional level. Uh, we hired a, a marketing and digital, uh, digital production company to essentially redesign our, our way of uh, promoting and explaining and training our tech and built a full you know course and program around that and hired a tech director who's who's basically our trainer for everything tech in the greater PA region so you know those are two massively different positions than we've ever had at a regional level or at the market centers have had access to but I'm excited to see 
what we can do, I'd love to see our region double in size and every office double in size over the next 10 years. And, and for GoBundance, it's keep delivering massive value and in, in creating access to amazing people. Because at the end of the day, our experiences are great. Our content's great. What we do really well at GoBundance is create access to people that are doing amazing things and who can uh, help you to up-level your life. And so what we hope for GoBundance is to be organizing into local chapters. We have several cities with regular meetings happening once a month now. Uh, and then to, to keep scaling from a more uh, a scalable model of having local chapters for GoBundance. So it's exciting. I'll be one of the main uh, leaders for developing local chapters. Obviously, I have a lot of experience in territories and, and creating vision and finding the right people. So we're excited about that. And the book is part of that, you know, letting it spread its wings. Active fan abundance is my ultimate passion because I think at some point, at some level of success, you have to stop lying to yourself that you're doing it for your family because your family isn't going to be able to spend a certain amount of money. And even if you were justified in that what they really want is not your money they want your time and so fam abundance is built to help entrepreneurs wake up and focus on their family just like they would their business meetings uh vision goals supporting each other appreciation love team building uh experiences bucket lists working on health together and I think we've done a relatively good job of organizing a, a whole family mastermind group. And uh, my hope is that we can keep scaling fam abundance and getting entrepreneurial families together because what I, I want is our kids to grow up together because they need to know how to handle the legacies that we're building from a value standpoint first and who to be as a human being. But they also need to understand finances and tough decisions and how to maneuver markets and trusts and estates. And I think they're going to be best served doing that with a community of other kids they've grown up together with who are facing the same challenges. And they can be the next generation and they can start out connected. Whereas I think our generation started out disconnected from each other. And as our gener our sort of evolution of life, now we're hyper-connected and we're realizing connection is key to, to life, to love, to, to happiness. So it's fun. I'm excited for uh, my family to grow up and go abundance and fan abundance and our kids to, to take the torch and, and run forward with it. So I'm excited for the day my, my son and daughter, hopefully in 10 years, they have a real high interest in cold calling real estate agents and yeah, like getting in the game and, and whether they go into investing or recruiting or into just selling real estate, which is a awesome, I, you know, that would be amazing. Maybe they'll sell some Cutco to begin with. Cause I've seen some good, uh, good per, uh, people produce from that organization, but getting, I want to see if they choose that, if they don't, I'll be, Excited to support them in whatever endeavor they might want to take on as their life's mission. But uh, I'm excited for that. I'll get to see it unfold uh, in the next 10 years. So that'll be exciting. Awesome. I mean, that was an, a super exciting list. I'm glad that, you know, I'll get to be a part of GoBundance, FanBundance and, and, and be on this journey. And, you know, it's just 
it's just great to be in this type of environment. Like you, you said, you know, one of the things that GoBundance says a good job of is giving people access to the right people. And it's really cool when you go to the events, right? Because, you know, like the book says, Tribe of Millionaires, everybody in there is a millionaire, but you might, you know, all of a sudden be talking to someone that is worth a hundred million or 500 million and not even really know. They just like casually mention it to you when you, you know, you're, you're reviewing your, your businesses with each other. And it's just really cool to see people that have had that kind of financial success, but that are just so down to earth and committed to helping each other. So, you know, again, I can't plug the group enough. If you're looking to get in the right environment, check out, uh, Go abundance or or um, the women's go abundance and fan abundance. They're, they're yeah, I was going to give the website for the women's group. I didn't do that yet. It's goabundancewomen.com. So that's where you can find the the women's group too. Cool. Well, yeah, check that out too. Uh, if you're a, a female entrepreneur and, and want to be surrounded by other female entrepreneurs that can support you and help you grow. Before we wrap up, I want to do the hyper fast round. So just a couple. Quick questions and short answers if you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. I like this. This is fun. Cool. What is the uh, biggest uh, piece of advice you would give to a new real estate agent? Just one? Let's see. (laughs) You know, I'm going to give them two pieces of advice. One for them personally, because I think you need to grow personally to be a great real estate agent. So make sure you, you meditate. To me, that's the one thing that if you do it every day, it has the biggest return on time invested, find a, uh, an app, something to, to meditate on, whatever it may be. And then if you're new in the business, prospect every day. Uh, I can't think of a better piece of advice other than this is me slipping in a third piece is save your money, pay your taxes. Uh, don't be stupid with your money. Yeah, no, that's a good one. A lot of agents get behind on that and then, you know. They're, they're struggling, so uh, great one. What's the best piece of investment advice you would give to to anyone, really? Uh, I would say invest in the person before you do the deal, but always do the due diligence on the deal, too. But more times than not, it's the person that you got to make sure you're comfortable with. And that means consider if the deal goes bad, how will you feel with that person and how will they respond in it? And you got to think about who are the types of people that are more interested in preserving the relationship and making you whole than they would be uh, getting one over on you. So I think be cautious about it and look for the person. Don't get excited by some deal if the person isn't right. That's a big, big mistake. Yeah, that's, that's a huge piece of advice and another reason to be in these types of groups. It's been a huge benefit that I've been able to to get from being a part of it. Uh, What's the biggest challenge you've ever faced? I said this earlier, so I'll reiterate it is it's myself. I think, you know, I, I think we get in our own way. We get caught up in our heads. We start to make up stories about the world and people in it. And we live in, we live in an illusionary world called our, our minds. And to me, my biggest challenge is that is getting out of my mind and living life through my heart, with my heart. And everywhere I go, I wanna I wanna go with my full heart um, to that place. So that's 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 what I would say to that. 
Okay. Uh, and last one, uh, what is what accomplishment are you most proud of? Uh, let's see. I would say um, having children and a family. It's the most fulfilling thing. It's the thing that I would be the most sad if I didn't have it. You know, I could give back all the businesses, all the money. I'd be sad to do that, but not as sad as I would be without my family. So I would say that's, you know, that's my greatest accomplishment is not just having a family, but having the family that I have doing what we're doing right now. So, yeah, that's a great answer. I think it's just a great reminder too, because a lot of entrepreneurs, like we talked about earlier, can get caught up in the, the work and then not realize that, you know, they're not giving the time to their family that their family wants. And actually a few weeks ago, I was having this conversation with Pat. Like he was asking me some of my favorite childhood memories and none of them really involved anything that was, that was expensive to, to do. Like, you know, my, our parents grew up, we lived a pretty good upper middle class life, but some of my best childhood memories were just like piling in the family station wagon and going to the beach and things like that. And it, it really, I think, for people out there that have businesses, have families, it's, you know, your family just wants your time at the end of the day. Yeah, I always say don't build a one generation legacy because it ain't worth it, you know, and so many times that's what entrepreneurs have done. History shows us that the, the odds are not in your favor, that you're going to build some big business, be away from your family, and they'll somehow be able to manage what you've created when you're gone. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Like the, the odds are just single digits on that, like going like two or three generations. Like it, it just doesn't happen much. Yeah. But, um, Mike, this has been awesome. Glad to have you on the show. You know, I think you've added so much value to our listeners and offered just so many great pieces of advice on building a business, building a legacy, living life with intentional and how to do it, you know, with things like groups like GoBundance and FanBundance and uh, Women's GoBundance and, and the book, Tribe of Millionaires. So uh, before we sign off, if, uh, just to reiterate one more time, like what's the best way for people to connect with you, get in touch with you or, or learn about anything we talked about today? Yeah, GoMikeMcCarthy.com has links to everything, but GoBundance.com, FanBundance.com, GoBundanceWomen.com are all great resources to uh, check out what we're up to. And uh, tribeofmillionaires.com is the place to grab a free copy of the book. Check us out and uh, maybe join us for an upcoming event. At the end of January, we have our Aspen event. So if you're uh, you're in the range of millionaire status and you want to be around other uh, ass kickers, then uh, check out our Aspen event at the end of the uh, at the end of the year. Right? Everybody loves California that time of year. So. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome, Mike. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.